Hey, what's up, guys? In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the divisions, which ones are up for grabs, and who has theirs unlocked. We're also going to be talking about the Zach Ertz trade and what it means for both teams. Also going to be talking about A&M upsetting Alabama. And also, will Alabama and Georgia meet in the SEC championship? As always, your hosts for today's show are myself, Cody Marine. And I'm Kay McCowan, and this is Real Fans Football Talk. What's up, man? What's up, buddy? Not much, dude. Another beautiful night. A late night. I just a want, late night. I just want to advise all of our <clears throat> listeners that this podcast has started much later than normal. Uh, and it is completely my fault. Actually, it's not my fault. Okay, it's Amazon's kinda, fault. Kind of. Oh well, it, yeah. it's Amazon's fault. It's okay. Amazon. Yeah. I, I ordered a new mic to sound. Mo better for the listeners. And Amazon told me it was going to be here. And it didn't. Well, I never it didn't show, up. It didn't yeah. show up. So I'm still using this mic, which is not a bad mic, but I was hoping to get a little better. And uh, so we waited, hoping and, well, I asked you to wait. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, so here we are. It's, uh, it's 12.39 a.m. for me. And so that means it's one. Well, now 140. Uh, 140 and, for me. Yeah. Yep. 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 It's, uh, it's late. So. You know, you, you're trying to be all fancy over there, you know, and what do you mean? here we are. What do you mean? Fancy? Same, fancy. same equipment now. Here we are. You know what? <laughs> I just wanted a better mic. That's hey, man, I understand. I understand. Okay. I understand. You know Next week. It's gonna but be anyways. Better mic. That's all I'm saying. I just want a better Next mic. Week. See, I still gotta get a mixer so I can so I can get it sounding a little better. You know. And we're gonna we're working but, towards that. We're working towards, yeah, we're working that. towards that. But anywho, enough for that. We're here for some football talk. Is that what we do here? This is what we do here. We are real fans that talk about football. Oh man. That's is, it. I'm in the wrong show. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, for real though. Um, let's talk some football, man. Yeah. Uh, m- m- most like right now. Le- <sighs> okay, divisions. Let's just go to the divisions. Now, there's to me, there's it's kind of not that interesting all over the place. Like, okay, we're in the uh, we're in the 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 uh, NFC right now. Cowboys, Washington Eagles, Giants. I mean. It's obvious what the Cowboys are going to run away with that. They're going to oh, run yeah. away with it. It's not even a. We could sit here and we <clears> can <throat> talk about this, that, and the other. But at the end of the day, nobody's playing better in that division than the Cowboys. They're going to run away with that division. Okay. And now let's go to the North Green Bay Bears, Vikings, Lions. Yeah. Same thing. Who's playing better than the Packers right now in that division? Nobody. Uh, nobody. The Bears are like the closest, and they're squeaking I mean, by. Yeah, I mean they're they have they have shown improvement. 
Um, at first, the Bears were really struggling, but uh, they're starting to starting to show improvement. But, but I think the Vikings are, they, are better are they... than their record. I think the Vikings are going to end up beating out uh, the Bears for second place. I do. Really? Yep. I think they're better than their two and three record right now. Hmm. I'm a. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking the Bears will stay in second. I think uh, I think that defense is really starting to come alive. Um, their offense still needs a little work, uh, but it's they're gradually improving each each week. So well, Justin Fields, you know, he, he was announced to start it for the rest of the year. Got a yeah. lot to learn still. I'm not. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna jump down. I'm not gonna jump on him too hard about anything because he's a rookie. He's still got a lot to figure out. So I will say this: in in preseason, Justin Fields mentioned that the speed of the game was a lot slower than he thought it would be. Uh, I think he's learning that it's much faster because he's out there running around trying to make plays, trying to use his legs, and it's really not working for him. Which that was him making that comment in the preseason, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's totally different yep. worlds there. Exactly. So I think Vikings are going to be second in that division. You think Bears? Yeah. I can see it going either way, honestly, but I do think the Vikings are a better team than their record. I really do. Um, and then the poor Lions, so, you know, that's just a they sad may, story. They may get a win. You know, they've, they're, they've been right there, man, the past two weeks. Dude, they're in every game they play. Every, even, even the first game of the season against the Niners, when the Niners were whooping on them, they still came back and made it interesting. Yeah, that's true. Pissed me off. <laughs> but they're, they're close, man, but they're just, they're just not there yet. And then the NFC South. I mean... Who's going to challenge the Buccaneers? Panthers? Saints? I mean, they're 3-2. and two. They're not doing that bad, but let's be honest. If you compare the talent, it's not, it's not close in that division. Right. It's just not close. The one thing that's hurting the Panthers right now, man, is that they're really missing uh, Christian McCaffrey, man. They are. Yeah. Oh, they started out so strong, dude, the Panthers did. And they got a great defense over there. Uh, but... They've got good receivers. They just—they're missing that running game, and they're missing—they're missing their playmaker in in Christian McCaffrey. I mean, he's not just a running back; he's an overall just a playmaker. Put the ball in his hands; he's going to make shit happen. Yep, what it is. But I just don't see any team in that division matching the Bucks. Just don't. They look—they look good. Yeah, I, I totally have to, to agree on that. I think Bucks are going to run away with that. So that leads us to the division that I wanted to avoid talking about, but Kane wants to talk about. Yeah. He, he wants to hurt me. Uh, and that's the NFC West. So uh, It's a pretty easy division. I'm going to like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'll, I'm gonna let you kind of 
say what you want to say about that division first. I'm going to I'm going to say my comments for last on that one. Well, <clears throat> how I have the standings is only thing I would change at the end would be 49ers coming in third. So who you got first? Cardinals. You got Cardinals coming in first? Cardinals are going to win this division this year. <laughs> Especially with the tight end. Uh, Zach, Zach Ertz, man, um, that was really the only position they were kind of lacking at on offense. Um, and they got their tight end. And it's kind of like what we were talking about a little earlier, you know, when I called you on my way home, you know, they are on a time limit, you know. But, mm-hmm. and I, I know you hate hearing this. I, I know you do. But the Cardinals are ready. They are ready. And they're showing everybody that they're really, they're really not a joke. Now, granted, they skated by on that Vikings game. But that's the only game they've even really skated by. Everything else has kind of been decided. Yeah, hundred percent. But you know, the Vikings had that game won. They did, and they missed a field goal. <laughs> but you know, that's a whole other topic because they're. There's a lot of field goal man. I don't. I don't even want to get on that subject right now. Um, Thirteen but, missed extra points this season. Oh gosh. <laughs> Last week was so terrible, man. So bad. terrible. It was really bad, especially <laughs> for uh, what's his name? For Crosby. Him? Crosby for the Packers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd just be glad that he made that game winning field goal. Yeah, he only had like five attempts at it. It's fine. Yeah, they they were getting ready to be like, all right, we're about to let go of this man. We're gonna be looking for kickers tomorrow. And then he made it, and they're like, okay, we'll 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 look. It was him. so out of we'll character keep. for him. Now, don't remember he had he did have a season. I remember he had a season a while ago where he was he was awful. But then he he's been solid since, and then he had that one game. So I don't yeah. know. But anywho, um, but yeah, man, I have I have Cardinals winning that. I so you got it Cardinals, Rams, 49ers, Seahawks at the end of the season. Yes, just for the simple fact that Russell Wilson could be out for four to eight weeks. Four yeah, four to eight weeks. So and that's that's pretty serious, man. That's pretty that's pretty major. So I'm gonna do my best here to try to put my fandom aside. So all my bias goes to the wayside right here. I'm going to try my best to to do this fairly. And this is truly how I have the NFC West. No bias. Um, I think it's going to go Rams, Cardinals. If there was a healthy Russell Wilson, I would put Seahawks at third, 49ers at last. Just because 49ers haven't really shown me anything make me feel like they have a prayer in that division this season. They just they're not running the ball good. They're not really throwing the ball very good. You know, Trey Lance, it was had his first start. It was rough, but again, just like I said in last week's podcast, my expectations weren't very high. I was more looking for, you know, just a few things here and there to see, you know, kind of what to expect and, you know, see some good things and I saw some good things. I saw some bad things. Overall I'm still very excited about the guy. But I'm just not seeing enough out of the team as a whole to be like, 
this team can win this division. I, no way. Rams and Cardinals are far superior in this division. And that's where the division goes through. I think Rams are still a better team. Um, I know that the Cardinals beat them. But I, I think long-term, I think the Rams are younger. Uh, I think they got a better quarterback, better head coach, better defense. And I, w- I, w- I was going to say receivers, but now it's... I mean, D-Hop is probably the best receiver in the game right now. That dude's insane. So, but overall, I mean, I just think the Rams have a better team in general. Uh, Cardinals, don't get me wrong, they're no slouches. Cardinals fans, if you listen to this, I know I'm always pissing and moaning. But on the real, you guys look great. And be excited. Really, be excited. I mean, I'm I'm sure I don't have to tell you this, but... Be excited. Y'all look great, and you, your chances for this season look good. Uh, but I do think the Rams are a better team, and I think I think the Rams uh, take the division. Fair enough. Yep. I like it. All right. So that's the NFC kind of fast because I just don't think there's a lot really going on there. Uh, so we're just going <clears> to <throat> jump over to the AFC here. And it's kind of similar, but I think there's two divisions here that are kind of interesting. Um, so for me, you got the AFC East, you know, Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, Jets. I mean, it's it's just not even a not even an argument. You can't even make a case for another team in this division compared to the Bills. You just can't. Um, and I'm sorry, buddy. I know your boys. You know you. You got the yeah. Dolphins, but the Bills are playing. Bills are playing good football They're right now. Playing out their mind right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, uh, my opinion, it's going to be you know, uh, the Bills are going to run away with that one. Pretty sure Patriots will get second. I think Dolphins get third. Jets get fourth. Um. And then the AFC West is very interesting to me. I'm going to save that one for last. I'm going to jump to the AFC North real quick. And this one's pretty interesting. But I think the Ravens will take the division, especially with Lamar Jackson really developing as a quarterback. Uh, his, arm is, his arm talent has improved a lot. Um, I couldn't believe it, how, how much he's grown as a, as a player, as a QB. Um, he's still got the legs and he can still run the ball, do all those things, but he can throw that damn ball. And he's got a nice deep ball. Yeah. He's looking good. Um, but the Bengals and the Browns, Bengals are interesting. Um, they still have some offensive line issues. Can't run the ball that good. But Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. I lightened it up right now. Yeah, I mean, they picked up right where they left off at LSU. Mm-hmm. So they look good. And they're 3-2. and two. No slouch there. And then the Browns' running game is insane. It's unfair. They have two number one running backs in, in their offense. Uh, that's a great combination there. 
and their defense is really, really, really good. So I think it's going to go Ravens, Browns, Bengals, Steelers in that division. That's just my thoughts with that. on that. Yeah. And then AFC South. Another just name. Who's going to beat the Titans in that division? Texans, Colts, Jags. Nobody. Uh, I think Colts will come in second. I agree. Um. But second by what? Two wins? <laughs> I mean, they're supposed to have been way better than this, but they're just not. They're just not. They just, I don't know. They're struggling. Although I will say uh, Carson Wentz had a great game last week. He looked really good against the Ravens and had a chance yeah. to win the game. But kicker missed Fogel. Big surprise. Wow. <laughs> Seems like a few of those happened. Yep. Um, and then uh, AFC West. This is this one. Broncos Raiders are out of it. They're going to be fighting for their third and fourth place. But the Chargers. They're kind of like my surprise team this year. Like I knew they were going to be good, but I didn't think they were going to be this good. Like, yeah. They look phenomenal. And... Uh, yeah, I think I think I got the Chargers winning this division this year. Kind of an upset, kind of a surprise. I think the Chiefs come second. I think it's going to go Chargers, Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders in that division. Chargers, Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders. Yep. I think Broncos would be last. You think so? Yeah, I don't see them winning no more than like three more games. Hmm. Um. That it? I did. It's tough. Um. Yeah, my 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 pick may change, but I'll have Broncos last. Um, Chargers first, Chiefs second, Raiders third. We'll see in a like two or three weeks. We might need to touch up on this in, in two or three weeks. Yeah, I mean, Where things, we're all, things always change, but yeah, as of right now, that's kind of. I mean, these are just how I'm seeing it. I just these the teams yeah. that are the teams I mentioned are really hot and. And the AFC North is really interesting just because you got three teams in there that are really good teams. And uh, I think the Browns and the Ravens are the best teams in that division right now. And yeah. really, on any given Sunday, any one of those teams can win a game. So, yeah, it's 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 interesting. But uh, you as the listeners, uh, let us know what you guys think. You know, um, you guys disagree with us, you know, tell us what you guys think, who's going to win what division and, and, uh, and why you think that, but, uh, I'm going to move on from that 
And uh, I kind of we're gonna talk about the uh, the Zach Ertz trade. This one was kind of a surprise to me. Now I know there was some uh, there was a little rumors back a little while back before the season started that you know Zach Ertz might be traded this that the other, but you know then they they come out and you know they they seem to the organization and Zach Ertz seemed to mend fences and everything seemed. Uh, hunky dory. Everybody was happy, and then just out of nowhere, you know, they they lose Thursday night game, and the very next day, Zach Ertz is traded to where else but the Arizona Cardinals. Like they <laughs> needed more talent. I will say this about the Arizona Cardinals: they have an expiration date, like you were saying, but they are right now primed. You go very far this season, maybe next season, but I don't see a lot of these older uh, free agents that they've been picking up or, or trades that they've been getting playing at this high of a level for too much longer. It, they're all older players that they've been picking up, so be interesting to see what they do in the draft, but as of right now, I can definitely say they have an expiration date. Yeah. But I think Zach Ertz has a lot of football left in him. I think this is one of the better pickups they've done since the D-Hop trade. Uh, D-Hop's got a lot of football left in him, and I think Zach Ertz does as well. And Zach Ertz is a very, in my opinion, underrated tight end. I mean, he's a three-time Pro Bowler. Um... He's just really smart. Uh, he, he knows how to, uh, you know, he, he's a quarterback's best friend in the fact that he, he'll, he'll just, he sits down in the right spot in the zone. He creates separation on man defense. He's a good run blocker. He's, uh, you know, he, he, he's good at uh, uh, picking or chipping, chipping people off uh, at the line as he's running, to, running his route. He's just a smart tight end, and he's 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 got great hands. Uh, he's really good in the red zone, and I think, I mean, they traded. So let's get to the trade real quick. So the Eagles traded Zach Ertz to the Arizona Cardinals for for Tay Gowan and a twenty twenty two fifth round pick. Now I don't know much about Tay Gowan. I don't think a lot of people really do. He's a rookie cornerback. There's not a whole bunch on him. I watched a little bit, of, a little bit of film on him earlier. Uh, I didn't see a lot there that was like really that impressive. I mean, right. you, you watched that with me, and a lot of his highlights. There was a lot of overthrows. There was a lot of uh, underthrows. Uh, I saw a couple pass interference <laughs> calls that probably should have been called, but I didn't see anything that was that exciting. No, I totally agree. I mean, some of the, quite a bit of the stuff I've seen, man, it was like, could have been easily called for PI. Yeah. Um, but he, he does have a, uh, aggressive style. Um, and he has pretty decent, uh, open field tackling. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, man, just he was just there was a lot of those highlights, man, where he was all over the receiver before the ball got there. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. I don't know though, but yeah, I'd, 
I think uh, Cardinals got the better part of that trade. Yeah, the Cardinals won the trade for sure. Um, sucks for Philly fans. I know a couple of Philly fans. One of them was on the show here last week. Uh, all right, we try to get our buddy Ron on the show with us tonight. Uh, he's a big Philly fan. Uh, but he had one some. Day. Yeah, one day we'll get him on here. He had some uh, other things he had to do, so he couldn't make it. But um, he was really upset about this trade. Um, and again, I don't know a ton of Philly fans, but the two I know were not happy about this. And I and I understand why. I mean, three time. Three-time Pro Bowler. I mean, he's a great, great weapon to have on your offense. And there was just no real good reason to trade him, and they did. And they really didn't get much for I mean, they got a fifth-round draft pick and a rookie corner that really doesn't look that good. I just don't see what the point was there. Uh, maybe they were trying to save some money. I don't know. I don't really know the details on his contract or anything like that, on Zach Ertz's contract, but... Right. Um, from what I can see, Philly lost that trade, and it was a really bad move. And uh, I think Philly fans has, has has every right to be upset. So, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all I wanted to touch on that. I would really love to hear from any Philly fan out there who who may be listening. Um. So let me know what you think about this trade. Did you guys, did you guys like the trade? Uh, did you hate the trade? You know, and if so, why? Tell me why. Uh, either which way. Uh, I would love to hear from you guys. I know Kane would love to hear from you. So uh, let us know what you think. But uh, that's all the time we have for that, because I think this next subject is going to be. Well, this next one. Our. Uh, our good friend, my brother Kane, <laughs> he had his heart broken last week. Yeah, it did. Badly. A uh, huge, huge upset <laughs> that uh, no one, no one saw coming with the uh, the Bama game and the Texas A&M Bama Texas A&M. Yeah. I got a lot of uh, a lot of messages after that game. Just people rubbing it in, you know. They people love to see Alabama fell, and I, I get it, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, this was a this was a tough one, man. Um, Alabama had a hundred consecutive wins against unranked teams. Texas A and M was unranked. They beat us. Uh, Nick Saban had never lost to a former assistant. He lost his first game to a former assistant in that game. And, you know, it was, uh, it was terrible. It was bad play calling. I don't understand why we're first and goal, second and goal, and we're trying to drop back and pass the ball. Um, it's not like Brian Robinson was getting shut down. I mean, the dude had 24 carries for 147 yards rushing. So I just, I just don't understand some of the play calling um, that was going on in that game. 
Yeah, there's a lot. Of, <sighs> there's a lot of really questionable play calling for me as well. I, I was thinking the same thing you were when I was watching the game. Is why weren't they running the ball more? A lot of dropbacks for the quarterback. Way too many, in fact. Yeah, um, he was 28 for 48. Yeah, I mean that's just too many attempts. And granted, they were playing from behind most of the game, so I understand it kind of. But especially in college football, running is. I mean, the the chances of an explosive play from a running back happens a lot. I mean, it's a high percentage, especially with the, with the, with a running back that the Bama has. And and granted, don't get me wrong, the quarterback's good. He's a good quarterback, but he's not. He is. He's very young still, though. But yeah, when he doesn't utilize his own athletic ability, I I don't know how many times I've seen a wide open lane. He could have just ran the ball instead of. Yeah. He stepped up in the pocket and he threw it. Now, I love that style of play of quarterback. I, I I do, but at the same time, if my quarterback has some wills and there's nobody open, I want my quarterback to run for that for that first down or at least five yards or whatever. Oh but yeah, he wasn't he wasn't doing that, and I'm sure it was pissing Nick Saban off. I'm sure it was frustrating him, like probably making him go nuts. But, <laughs> uh. Yeah, that, that part was confusing me, was even when there was an open lane for the quarterback to run, he didn't take it. That was interesting yeah. to me. He just he doesn't like to run. Almost like he's afraid to get hit. Yeah. Um, I mean, first half, man, that first quarter, they scored 17 on us. You know, we only scored seven points the first quarter. Uh, second quarter, they scored another seven. We scored three. Then halftime came. And right before halftime came in, I was like, man, please let this game get to halftime so that Saban could just get in there and just light a fire under their ass. Right. And that's exactly what happened. They came out and they outscored Texas A&M in the third quarter and fourth quarter. But the damage was too far done, you know. Um, But they scored seven points in the third quarter. We scored 14. They scored 10. We scored 14. But... Well, yeah. Anywho, man, uh, they allowed him to score was the problem. They still allowed Texas A&M oh, yeah. to put points on the board. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. And that's one thing that's been bothering me, too. Uh, one thing that's always been known for Bama is their rush defense. Like, <laughs> if you run the ball, you're 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 going to get stuffed. You're, you're not going to get no more than, like, two, maybe three yards. Mm-hmm. And you're and that's just it. But now this year, there's a lot of teams running on us, man. And there's a there's a there's a lot of things that need to clean up. Uh, open field tackling. Uh, there was plenty of plays I seen when we played against Ole Miss, where they would throw a screen pass, and they'd be an Alabama defender right there, snuffed it out perfectly, have the chance to tackle the guy for negative two to three yards. And he can't wrap him up. He just slides off of him. That happened almost every time. So they really need to clean up uh, their tackles. Um, I'm really curious. I'm not too worried about Mississippi State. You know, I'm not trying to dog them. Um, But this game is important to me because I want to see how they respond with them getting kicked right in the mouth. Mm -hmm. You know, and I've been telling you from the get-go, I wasn't too confident in our team Mm -hmm. from the beginning because 
we lost nine offensive starters. And we lost we haven't lost much on our defense, but our defense is not not what it what it is. This is not Alabama defense. And they really need to get it going. They 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 really do. Um I don't know if it's our offensive coordinator Bill just causing it or our defensive coordinator Goldberg. Man, I don't know. But Something needs to happen. Some some things need to change. Uh, hats off to Texas A&M, though, man. They they came to play. And yeah, they did. They wanted it. They, they wanted they it bad. Um, so I not even mad at that, man. But uh, well, Alabama needs to clean up some stuff. Well. So I'm gonna. Add, uh, this will lead right into the next topic that uh, we're gonna talk about. Golding. <laughs> <laughs> so this is gonna lead right into the next topic, and uh, I'll ask you: Will Bama meet Georgia in the SEC championship? Do you think that's gonna happen? Um. I think it will. Um, I think I think Bama and Georgia will meet in the SEC championship. Um, well, I hope you know. I hope that I hope that this loss really wakes them up. Last time Texas A and M beat us in a season, we we won the whole thing. So uh, that was back in two thousand and twelve, I believe. So I'm looking at the I'm looking at Bama's schedule right now. Now I'm not great at college football, but the couple of teams that I see even giving Bama potential hard times is <clears throat> Auburn and Arkansas. And you told me before before we started, you you thought Tennessee might give them a little bit of a tough time too. I think Tennessee is the sleeper team. I think I think Tennessee Tennessee's one of those t- teams man like Texas A&M is you know they they're not ranked right now <clears throat> but uh Tennessee finally has their quarterback and ever since then man they uh they've been doing pretty well um I do I think Alabama's going to win yes but Tennessee and the schedule is the, is the sleeper. Gotcha. They're, they're the ones that if there's going to be another upset, it'll be them. Same same with Georgia. So, I think Georgia's going to run the table from this point on. Um, their defense is crazy. Uh, I mean, they've they've got some tough games ahead of them. Kentucky, number 11 ranked. Kentucky, 20, Florida. Um, I mean, the only other tough game, maybe Tennessee. I know Georgia Tech can can play sometimes. They're not always yeah. great, but Georgia's, Georgia Tech's been known to be pretty good occasionally. Yeah. But in reality, 
I don't think any of these teams are good enough to beat Georgia. I think the Kentucky-Georgia game is going to be a low-scoring defensive battle. Um, I think Florida, their head coach's head is so shoved so far up his, uh, his qu- quarterback's ass that he can't see the fact that homeboy can't play football. <laughs> that he needs to put Richardson he, in. He needs to put Richardson in bad. What, no, what's he the puts Richardson in. That'd be an interesting game. That'd be a very interesting game. But he's not going to. Right. So, so the rest of this, I mean, I'm just looking at it, and really, Kentucky, maybe Florida, maybe Georgia Tech are the only games that I could see a potential loss. But only one of those teams, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that each team's going to beat them. I'm saying one of those teams might beat them but yeah. it's a might I, I see Georgia running the table and I see Bama running the table as well and what I see happening is an SEC championship between the Georgia Bulldogs and Bama mm-hmm. and if I, maybe, maybe, maybe the reason why I'm seeing this is because I want it to happen so damn bad because my boss at work's a Georgia fan. My best friend is a Bama fan. And I don't know. It would just be... That game to me would just be a, such an intense game. I know you would be a wreck. My boss would be a wreck. And the thing is, is even if Georgia loses that game, they're still in the playoffs. Oh yeah, but Bama cannot lose that game. Period. They right. have to win. That's a that's a win or go home situation. That's their ticket getting back in the top four. Yeah, and so that to me makes it even more interesting. Who yep. wants it more? And, and so a huge part of me, just as a football fan, because I got no dog in this fight. My team is nowhere near this level in college (laughs) so as a just a football fan i want this to happen so bad yeah i think it would be great for football fans everywhere that's just my opinion it's very 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 interesting i think people especially in the sec yeah we want to see that true Uh, but i'm 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 gonna go and say this is coming from from a bama fan uh I think Georgia is the best team in college football right now today. I I don't think there's – and I've been saying this for a few weeks. Yes, you have. Um, I, I think there's Georgia, and I think there's everybody else. Um, I would still place Bama a little under, underneath, you know. Um, I still think they're the second-best team in college football. But uh, Georgia's defense, man, it's like you said, it's nasty. They're fast. They get they're very d- disruptive. Mm-hmm. And you got their front seven harassing you. And just when you think you're you're clear and you throw the ball, their cornerbacks are up there making plays, man. Mm-hmm. They're, they're they're tipping balls to make their other teammate catch the ball and yeah, just everything. tip drills like crazy, yes, man. It- that team, that defense just all around is 
phenomenal. Uh, it's a very, very, just, I can't think of any other word, but badass defense. That's a badass defense over there. When it comes uh, to college and pro, at a college level, teams like Georgia and Alabama, you know, a few other teams, those are, every pro team would beat them. But this is close as NFL level. Right. As you can get with these teams. You know right. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yep. they are so far advanced, man. It's it's crazy. Yep. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, I know as far as like Alabama goes, because everybody hates a winner. So everybody hates Bama. Same reason why they hated the Patriots for so long. And they hate Tom Brady and so on down the line. Um, I'll never understand that logic ever. I don't know why you got to hate a winner, but it is what it is. So people hate Alabama. People hated the Patriots. A lot of people are starting to hate the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, it's just one of those things, you know, if it ain't your team winning, you hate them. You hate the winner. I don't get it. That's uh, never been my mentality personally. Uh, I think this is good for football. And to see the, the potential two powerhouses see each other in the SEC championship. That's good for football. And I think that's good for fans because people are going to watch that game. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. So... And if they do play each other, I hope history just repeats itself. You know, where Georgia Georgia beats them early, and then they choke, and Alabama takes the lead and wins it all. So that would that would be beautiful for me. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, man. We'll see. Maybe, maybe. But uh, that's uh, that's it for us tonight. It's a little shorter than normal. Uh, like you said, we got we got started real late, uh, and it's uh, just getting later. Um, so it's a little shorter podcast than normal. We do apologize for that. Uh, try to make up for it next week. But uh, let us know what you guys think. You know, you think Bama and Georgia are going to see each other in the SEC championship? <clears throat> what did you think about the Zach Ertz trade? Were you happy about Bama getting upset? I'm sure most people were. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they were. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know what you guys think about the divisions. Uh, you know, the winners and the losers of the, of the, of the divisions. Let us know what you guys think. We, we want to hear from you. Uh, make sure to follow us uh, on all of our, on our social medias, Facebook and Twitter. The links will be in the description of this podcast. Um, make sure to rate us on iTunes and leave a comment on iTunes. Um, you can find us both on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, With all that said, we appreciate you guys listening, and uh, we're out of here. Have a good night.